아이고 아이셔서죠 아이고 스파사한테 이거 정말 반갑구만 반갑가요 반갑구만 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 It's really no look she's purposely trying to I don't know the words she's purposely trying to you know make fun of it and and uh, I, I she knows the words but, I don't um, She knows the words. I, don't. I messaged you the words. Bang hang bang handeo. Is that what no. it is? See, I told you. Pang panga komal. Pang panga kayo. Let's move on. Wasn't is there something we're just we're sharing about ourselves? Yeah, that you are high cost as pasada. I'm high cost Aisha sad. It's Aigo. Aigo. Anyway, you guys are listening to Car Chat Chats, a podcast where we discuss different media and different ideas. Many, many different ideas and uh, media and um, ideas and media that we've come across and our thoughts on them. Um, that little, that little, little um, um, opening stuff you heard was from the TV show Reply 1988. And today we are discussing what we can learn from the show. It is a Korean TV show. And it is. I think it has. It's probably officially become my favorite TV show. Um, and the second one is probably The Good Doctor. Um, but uh, what about you, Aisha? What then? Do would you say it's become one of your? If I say anything, I was gonna start that whole spew and BS about. Hey, he copied me. But even though you've copied me my whole life, okay? No, All the clothes I wore, you would wear the same thing. I never anything copy. I, anything I, I started listening to One Direction, then you were like, oh my god! Well, I started listening to BTS, and then you started listening to BTS. <laughs> All true facts. Okay. So you know, just I just, I you know what else? But I, I don't have anything to say. Go no. So as you can see, Aisha copied me in her favorite TV show is Reply 1988 as well. How original! Um, and we're gonna have this conversation at least 50 billion times in the next um, 50 billion years that we're gonna live. Um, so okay, what is the first thing that we'd like to discuss from the TV show? Moving far away. Okay, so in Reply 1988, the set it's a set in um. In 1988 and the ni- late 1980s, when TVs for, were first introduced in Korea, and you know the Korean War was over, and, and, and people were, it, well, the country was finally getting uh, becoming better. Uh, get, South Korea was, um, <clears throat> and the the story is about five na- five five friends that live in the same neighborhood. Um, and the neighborhood, everyone's just very, very close to each other. Everyone meets each other pretty much on a daily basis, um, and they've lived with each other, you know, since they were very young, very, very young, probably since they were born, um, and they all, pretty much when they were born. And it, it's it's just about daily life. It's just about very, very, very ordinary people, people like you and me, people like. Uh, the person listening to this podcast, we're not calling you ordinary in the way that you know you're not special. You're very special. You're very special to us. I show you're not the, but like yes, very ordinary people, and that's what made the TV show so great. We don't want to see extraordinary people. Okay, extraordinary people suck. They're boring. They're boring. Especially Susan Collins. No, um, look, uh, we don't mean whatever we just said. 
the Hunger Games is you the Hunger Games incredible and Katniss Everdeen is the most incredible woman in the world and Nelson Mandela is amazing as well and um oh, I I I I have a new role model I forgot who how did I forget who but I came across him recently <clears throat> oh yes Forrest Gump Forrest Gump Forrest Gump is in a, a new you know what we'll talk about that I'm I'm making a no we'll talk about that after we talk about the, why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. It'll come up. Okay. So, as I was saying, they're they're all very tight, very close, and they grew up together, and they, they hang out all the time, and they have the best interactions. Both the parents, I mean, not both, all the parents and all, all of the children, everyone, very tight. It some something that you very very rarely come across these days in life. In life. IRL. Yep. And I feel that. If we lived in Pakistan, and if we lived in in one in that one place for a long time, perhaps we would have had something close, or remotely close to that. Yep. And you could see throughout the entire show, the way the show was made in a way in which it makes you want to have something like that. Mm. It makes you want to have people you've grown up with around you all the time. You know, people who share similar wor- worries and everything with you. And people you meet all the time, like uh, our neighbors, we know them really well. We've known them for quite a while, but it, it's just not not like that. We haven't grown up together. We don't know the issues that they. We barely know any issues that they go through. Yeah. They they kind of know the issues we go through, um, but it, it's just not like that. And I wonder, you know, whether moving. To Australia was the right thing to do. Of course, if we, if people, and if anyone generally asks, you know, um, are you happy with moving to Australia, or do you think it was the right decision, we'd right away say yes. But if we think about it this way, the biggest thing in life, or the the meaning of life, or when you meet someone elderly and you ask them, oh, you know, what were your biggest regrets in life, or what was the best thing about your life, what made you the most happy, it always. They always have to do with human relationships. The better your human relationships are throughout your life, the better your life would be, the happier you would be, the more content, the more fulfilled you would feel, right? So, I wonder if it was wrong of us to move to Australia. Why did we move to Australia? We moved here to have a better life in in the societal terms of better life, which is, you know, uh, making money and uh, having a good job having good education okay and that's all that's all really great stuff but we moved here to succeed in the societal terms of succeeding in life whereas the actual success in life should have to do with the the relationships you form and you know how happy you are with those relationships how strong they are so and uh, yeah i just question i just the the drama it makes me question this and um i wonder if we made the right choice by coming here because uh whenever we do end up meeting um for example whenever we end up meeting my cousins who live um in the you know in south australia um and my dad meets his sister 
who, again, lives in South Australia. I feel like if they met more often, because they, they get along so well, you know, they laugh and everything, and they, 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 have, they have such a great time together. They connect so well because they've grown up together. And I feel that if he had those connections, if he had that connection very regularly, if he, if we all lived in the neighborhood, he, we they met every single day. They met at least once a week. How much better would his life be? I feel like it would be much much better. They'd be so they they'd be closer. He'd he'd have someone, and especially because when you're older, you are if you are struggling with men- mental health, you are much less likely to go and do something about it, like get a counselor or something. The only way you could actually deal with it is probably talking to someone. I don't think Abu talks about his stressors and everything with people but I feel that if he did have someone you know neighbors living close by that he met every day um grew up with perhaps I feel he would definitely live a better life and it doesn't even have to be about sharing your problems it's just when you meet other people all your problems sort of go away for some time yeah yeah. You know, you're able to have a fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. You're able to talk about different things compared to what you've been sort of been experiencing the whole time around your stresses, whether that may be at work or at home or whatever. So, yeah. It's just, I, I feel that even though we should value forming relationships more, I think we end up probably valuing um, the social, the societal um term for or societal meaning for success because i think even if we get we had the opportunity to live this life again and we did consider all of those things i think we would still come to australia yeah look if i think about my life and i think about oh if i if we never moved away if i lived in pakistan my whole life i probably have closer friends i probably have a lot of friends um it doesn't matter how many friends you have i would have much Closer, closer connections yeah, yeah. because I've grown up with these people yeah yeah so that that's one thing that and that's something that will that I can never confirm because guess what I can't relive my life and yep. I can't yep. s- meet someone who's living a parallel you know life um who's living in a parallel universe and is living my life mm. I can't that that cannot happen um but I'd argue that even if you move away like Abu moved here right and we're very lucky because we have family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Close by. Oh, my God. Um, If we all lived in the same city, right, and we got to meet once every week, twice, you know, once every two weeks, yeah, I, I, that'd be pretty good. But I'd also argue that, like, for example, if we were just a family and we moved to, like, for example, Canada, hmm. and we didn't know anyone there, hmm. over time, we would form friendships with, you know, we would make family friends. And they would become sort of our social network. So it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, ideally, you grow up with people, you grow up with the same people. And you, you know, you find like-minded people when you're younger. Yep. And you grow up with them and that's your whole life. Mm -hmm. Ideally, that would be great. But we live in such a sort of interconnected world. Globalized. Globalized world that... It feels as though if you did something like that, if you were like, oh, I'm only going to live in Pakistan because I want to be around the people I love, it it gives off the impression that you'd really miss out on a lot of things in life, um, which is not what you should be thinking about anyway, because guess what? No matter what you do, you'll be missing out on things, right? Yeah. And so maybe it is worthwhile to just think about the thing that I don't want to be missing out on. 
missing out on at all is human connection is talking to people and and being with people around me that i love but for some reason if you do need to for example a girl obviously has to be a girl and a girl in pakistan gets married to some guy in england in yeah in the uk she has to leave her family and friends blah 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 to go to the uk ideally it would be great if she found someone in pakistan who's yep. married yep. in the yep. same city blah blah yep. blah but let's say that, that that doesn't happen okay. she takes up she leaves everything and then goes to goes to she will hopefully form friends there you know her her husband's friends wives maybe she starts working there her co-workers all like inevitably you will form relationships and it is your job to strengthen those relationships and to you know form connections where you are doing more with them spending more time with them for example um like if i look at my life right now i would say i have quite a lot of good connections but they're not very strong because i don't spend as much time with them as i could and they're all in melbourne right so i could potentially uh, most of them fine most of them are in melbourne i could strengthen my relationships with them i could form better connections but i don't just because because i don't so yeah i'd argue that even though it is sad that sometimes we move out of the places where we have the best friends for better you know for whatever for whatever reasons it is better job better education for your kids less crime in the area whatever it is you can form connections there as well if you try to i'd say yeah that's kind of obvious obviously everyone forms connections wherever they are but it's just the difference of growing up together yeah seeing the changes in each other yep seeing each other grow it it forms something different mm mm Yeah. And if you're someone who hasn't been through that because you had to move to a developed country when you were like 9 years old or something. The people you find that in are your school friends. Right? Mm. You grow up with them. Yeah. Like you grew up with Momoka and Gemma blah blah blah, right? Mm. And um now you meet them still mm. and you're going to see them become like you you're going to see them develop their careers or I don't know game or whatever it is that they're planning on doing you will see that happen and so in that way you sort of see them grow up together and you know how things were like between them it's obviously not as close because in the drama they live next to each other right and may, yeah you used to because you used to go to school together so you'd see each other every day and you'd always have those interactions and they'd know all the things about you and you'd know everything about them and stuff like that <clears throat> that doesn't obviously it'll go away at some point but yeah you sort of get that a little bit there but it's true you can't get that whole growing up together forever sort of thing like for example i would absolutely i would be very hesitant about moving away to the 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 USA i would never ugh, fine for, first of all i don't want to move to the US ever probably but let's say let's say i, I got an opportunity to move to canada right can So, <laughs> with my very limited knowledge about the things that go on there and what the politics is like and how Muslims are treated or just people in general and what Canada's the healthcare good. system is like, it's good. <clears throat> Let's say I have an opportunity to move to Canada. I would be very hesitant because my whole social network is yes, here. Yes, yes. And I'd be like, okay, how how willing are you to jeopardize this whole thing you've built up? the past 6 years, right? I'd be very hesitant to move mm. because yeah. 
Yeah. I, I'd be like, eh, I don't want to because I've, I've got this really great social support network. And if I lose that, then what am I? Mm-hmm. Right? And then imagine, Amiabu did that so much. They did that in Pakistan, left everyone, after everything. Then uh, came here. Oh, they have such a big net, such a huge network of people in Saudi Arabia. They left all of that. But then we had family here. And family always, always somehow ends up coming on top. Yeah, in in our culture, family always seems to come on top. It's not like that in in Australian culture, I think. Really, yeah. hmm. I think you ha- you're closer to your friends than you are to your cousins. Oh yeah, for us, we're yeah, closer to our cousins. True, but perhaps the the stuff they the the that they had in Plan 1988, the closest thing we have to that is probably our cousins. Yeah, even though we met probably once a year ish in um overall now we do before we did it we'd be we'd meet more often i'd say especially when we were younger we'd meet more often because i guess we had school back then so it was like eh, so what if they miss out a week of year nine blah 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 <clears throat> and even when we used to live in adelaide obviously we used to meet more often with them with, with everyone but like i think overall circumstances lives- prevent yeah Overall, in our lives, we probably met once a year. Yes, that would be the case. Yeah, and we saw the growth. Yeah, we saw each other grow. Yeah, and and they're all sort of like-minded people. So mm. every time we'd meet them, we would it, be it would able just to be, connect. It would just be amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I've, I think maybe it's it's because of the culture. Of course, of course, it is. Perhaps the cultures that don't have this kind of thing, where they're not very connected to the, to their cousins, they're missing out on on a lot. Yeah, but it also sort of, <clears throat> I think, depends on a lot of, like, other factors. Because for us, the reason why all of us get along so well is because we're all similar ages to each other. Mm. Which basically means all of our uncles and aunts sort of got married at the same time and had kids at the same time. Yeah. It was just a sort of luck sort of thing. Yeah. Or it was like, it was like a, because, because maybe the family was already tight-knit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Essentially, in Pakistan, you don't really move out. Until you get married. You yes. stay in your parents' house. Mm-hmm. And that might be the case for us as well. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. If, yeah. It might, it, Maybe. There, yeah, there's like, there's some chance that we will probably just stay. For a lot of Pakistani families, that is the case. Mm. For a lot of brown families, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. But let's just say Pakistani because I can't speak for other yeah. brown cultures. So, yeah, for a lot of um, the Pakistani culture, you don't move out until you get married. And so it seems that, or or even well, yeah, that I I'd say that I'm I'm gonna stand I'm gonna stick with that because otherwise the the males live still live in the house and they bring their wives like you know oh, yeah. Wives are living. yeah yeah um but maybe it's like oh my brother's getting married I should get married oh my sister's getting married I should get married mm. and so they all sort of it starts to change reaction maybe mm. like one of our cousins are getting married I don't know if. That's gonna trigger. It's <laughs> gonna trigger all of us to be like, hey, you know, even though I'm gonna get married too, and like I've got like four years left, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a ring on it, you know? Who, who knows? Yeah. Um. So, I think it might be that that Maybe. it causes a chain reaction. Maybe because in Australian families, you would expect, well, in in like fine, like um, because Australian can be anyone, right? We're, yes. We're so multicultural. Yes. But like, I think a lot of um, sort of uh, the white demographic children will move out. Yeah, they will move out. Yep. I think fairly early, and so if the sim- if one sibling gets married, so what? You know, I'm on a completely different journey to them. Yeah, I don't see them every day. I don't know what they're doing. Blah blah blah. So I think there's there's that as well. Mm. Yeah. Um. Another thing might also be the fact that we like having a lot of kids. 
in Australia, in Pakistani culture, you you tend to have like four, at least three or three, more kids. Yeah, three or more. Um, and so if you have three, and generally they'll ha- they'll be similar ages to each other. I'd say there it'll be, there'll be like a two year difference. Yeah. So a two year difference is not that much when it comes to getting to the married age, sort of. Especially if it's like some girls and guys, because if the guy is getting married, the girl will be like, oh yeah. I'm like four years younger than you, but like you're you're like twenty six. I'm twenty two. Like, yeah, fine. I'm I'm happy to like you know find someone. So I think that that also sort of has to do with it. Has to do with what? Has to do with the fact that our cousins are similar ages. Okay. We have cousins that are mm. similar ages. And mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I guess you get just you just get lucky. Yeah, in that way. Like because uh, we often. Some of our Pakistani friends, we often ask them, you know, what what is your cousin group thing like? And a lot of them say, oh, you know, I have like one person my age. Yeah, that's and true. We don't talk. I'm like, oh, it's so strange. Mm-mm. Because I I think not not just um, in terms of human connection, were they important to us? Just they they've just been a big part of our lives. They've yeah. They've always been a big part of our lives. There's probably the other fact that because we moved around so much, they were the strongest friends. We they could were make. the yeah, they were the strongest friends we had. We moved to Pakistan. We could have potentially hung out with our fa- like you know our friends that we made in school, but we only we'd only been with them for a year. For a year, yeah. these people we'd been with them since I was since I was born yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. there's that as well. So I guess we. We do have that. Yeah, right? you and I have that, yeah. but the audience. Yeah. Won't. We would have more of that if a lot of if we all sort of lived more closer to each other mm. and uh uh yeah, basically that that's the only thing. Mm. Um yeah. So, but okay, in the future, what could we do to have our children have that? Well, we live closer to each other. The four of us will live close to each other. Yeah, we'll buy an apartment complex. Yes four floors i'll get the highest floor because i'm the tallest guys you're supposed to laugh at that oh you don't find it funny either cool yeah oh my god we're so similar guys wow i'm gonna insert a laugh best friends best friends yeah i i I really think we should do something like that and then um i'll have babies at the same time we can do like family planning no (laughs) what look we what do we do then we want our children to have that, right? The only way they can probably have it is through family. It's, it's going to be a subconscious chain reaction, okay? One of our cousins is getting married. I swear to God, one of us is going to get married, like, definitely very soon. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's me, okay? Like, she's getting married next year. I'm probably going to get married the next year after that. Okay. I would not be surprised, right? So so that's that's one thing. Okay. And then, I'm, I don't know about you, but another of our cousins will probably get married, like, a, a few months after I do. I don't know. It'll probably it'll probably happen, okay? And I'm not having kids anytime soon. But essentially, when our cousin who's about to get married is gonna ha- start having kids, mm, everyone's gonna like turn to me and be like, "Where do you baby? Your child." Um, and uh, not that I'll be influenced by them because I only listen to me. Yeah, yeah, oh, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm doing pharmacy even though I don't want to do pharmacy because everyone was telling me to do pharmacy. But you know, I'm not influenced by anyone. I only listen no, to myself. No, see, that was the old Aisha. That's not the new one. <laughs> You're still doing pharmacy. <laughs> you can't say that. The decision I made when I was young and dumb and broke. I've and now you're none of those. Bork. bork. You've been broke. You've been broke. I remember. 
I just said Bork instead of broke. I guess I am dumb still. Um, no, you used to be broke. When, in the past, when we used to get pocket money, I had, like, 700 bucks. You had, like, what, 160 because you keep from buying stuff? What did I buy? I don't know, random stuff. I don't even know what you bought. Like, food or something. And guess, guess where we are now, guys. Oh, Aisha's doing very well, like a sugar. Yes, thank you. Yes, uh, yes, uh, exactly, I like a sugar. I thought you said like a sugar, and I was like, wow. A like a sugar means thank God. Yes. Sugar means thank. But thank God in an actual gratitude towards God, not like thank God, like Like a condescending way. Yeah, yeah, like thank God, yes. Because would not have been possible if I wasn't lucky. Um, and luck only comes from... I don't know where luck comes from. Probably just God. Yeah. So, it'll happen, okay? There's no point in stressing about that. But, if... Basically, what we're trying to say is the show really made us think about human connection and how value it is, how valuable it is. Um, some... yeah, What was it? Yesterday? Two days ago, I went out with my friends. Um, and we just... We just had a really, really long chat. And it was just really nice. And, um, it just, yeah, it just gave me so much, so many endorphins. Like, I just Mm. felt so happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you Mm. felt that way today as Mm -hmm. well. She went out with a friend. Um, so, yeah, honestly, human connection is just so freaking important. Um, even if you're not able to get it via, like, physical interactions with people, because you live too far away, blah, 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 just Zoom call, you know? It's, it's honestly, Zoom call doesn't have the same weight to it. But I had a Zoom call with someone on Tuesday, and that was really nice. No, Wednesday. And that was really nice. I, I It was really disruptive because I, I had to run around and do stuff, but it was really nice. Okay, it was really nice catching up with them. We talked for, like, a couple hours. And, yeah. Um, also, in my opinion, having, like, a schedule... Because I'm, I'm an absolute turd for those things. Having a schedule really helps. Mm. Like, me and my me and my friend, we call every Monday. Mm. And that's just our day. And mm. I will sort of, you know, try to make ends meet to have that call with her. And I think she'll do the same. And, yeah, we really like it. Yeah. It's, a, it's sort of that human interaction. Yes. It, it's sort of that human interaction. Also, just because you didn't come up with that slogan... It's sort of that human connection. How is it sort of human connection? It is human connection. It's Logan. Look, Aisha, I think you're kind of losing it right now. I think you should go get, like, that look. Are you saying I'm broken? Broken. Broken D. Broken D? I like broken D. Broken D is pretty nice. Okay. Um, Well, Aisha, you had something you'd like to talk about as well? About the show? Yes, we've talked about all three of Asla's points that she made in the document. Cool. Alright, so, uh, let's talk about specific characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, First of all, um, you know, I- I'm pretty sure that most of you people who are listening did watch Reply 1988, and we are with you. We wanted uh, Jungkwon and, and Dokson to get together as well, but you know, I was very, I very cried. satisfied. Huh? I cried. Oh, yeah. I completely understandable i think it, a lot of people did i probably did as well i don't even remember um but i was very satisfied with the ending because you know the message was that things always don't turn out the way you thought they would or that you want them to yes and um 
Jung Hwan basically was like, oh, the other guy took more initiative yep, and stuff absolutely. like that. And it made me take initiative, Ooh. which I think didn't work in my favor. Oh. Because I just made things really awkward oh. with the person that I, um, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, you got to take more initiatives, man. Because <laughs> someone else, not, someone uh, else out there is taking much more in- initiatives than you. That's not, I, I don't take that to be, I, I would be you surprised don't know. if that's. I would be very surprised if that they were true. They live very far away. I would be so surprised if that were true. Um, because, obviously, I like to think, like the conceited turd that I am, that there's no one that could be better than me mm. in any way. Mm. So, but, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Exactly. Um, Take more initiative, man. If you want to. It would backfire on me again. Okay, Besides, I think, I'm, I think I'm over this person. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. No, no, no. I say that all the time. <laughs> I, I've said that. I've said that so many times. But like, I think I am. No, you've never said that. I've never even once heard you say that. That's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard, man. <laughs> what? What? You've never said that. I've said that like so many times. Not even I once. Said that, like, two to who? No, you didn't. You I never said that. I said it to my journal. Okay. Okay, so what what I want to talk about is specific examples. Basically, I wanted to talk about how... And the reason why I'm saying this, okay, because that's why I had a discussion about this before we started the... We started recording. Basically, I saw this post on Pinterest, which was saying... Which was calling Bora a perfect child. And so I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Because, you know, Bora ended up doing some really, really good things with her life. She was studious, she worked hard, she cared for her parents, she gave good advice, she was mature about everything, except one thing, which we don't need to get into, it's not important. Um, So she was, yeah, she was a very mature, like, good, responsible character, Um, and her parents were very proud of her, and it was, and and I sort of brought up this sort of uh, conversation starter where I was like, well, maybe Bora is seen as a very good child because she got good grades and she you know she did something she she achieved something that is quite hard to achieve and she was quite successful in the career path sense similarly Jung Hwan did something like he he did something pretty great as well in terms of his career as well as Sun Woo and they were all three all three of them were seen as really really good star children basically like parents are always happy with them and so i was thinking oh is it really you know is it really was it really right of the show to portray these three kids as being like these incredible kids because isn't it just giving the wrong message that oh if your child is sort of good and good in school and successful in life then 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 you reared them well and they were good children but then also was like no that's not true because what did you say? Because that's not the message at all that I got out of the show. Yes. Because I I feel that they, even though, you know, they obviously were really proud of the kids um, who did well because of what they, what they did, they were so proud of the other kids as well for the people they are. Um, like, for example, when Doksan helped out her new classmate because she had a seizure. 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 Um, and her mother found out, and her mother and her dad talked 
a lot about oh you know how great our 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 daughter is so what if she doesn't study she's amazing in this way and they celebrated that they celebrated how great she was um the same way um jongbong they loved him no matter what they 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 they, they often celebrated how he had knowledge of so many things so mm-hmm. knowledge about so many things of course because of again the incredible society we live in um a big part of a, a, a parent's worry is about whether the child would be able to make money or not and, and whether they'd be successful in their career paths that's just normal i think but i i don't i didn't get the message that yeah. um they were promoting this message where the child that was that had a great good stable career path um from the beginning and studied hard was a better child than the others yeah yeah i didn't get that at all yeah um do so, you but did you get that or did, was it just because of that little yeah thing you but saw? just because of that stupid post that i saw okay. which was giving me bias so yeah completely like you know it's true the the parents love their children and they saw the good qualities in them and the bad qualities in them and they forgave forgave the bad qualities and they focus on the good quality obviously they would talk about the bad qualities and mm. sort of grieve about them all oh, mm. my kids not getting good grades and, and all of the children as well like they they didn't it's not like they never talked about bora yeah they talked about bora all the time they were like, like bad oh, bora doesn't have like you know bad attitude blah 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 yeah yeah exactly yeah which is really cool um the it was nice that the show did that each person had their own strengths and weaknesses and stuff like that um another thing that i that i sort of thought about was how a lot of times you a, a parent will say to someone you don't know what it's like until you've had kids mm. until you have kids mm. you know you don't know what the love of a parent is like or or what caring for a child and worrying for a child and all these sort of things you don't know what it's like until you've had a child um and this is something that i sort of think about a lot as well because i'm like hmm it you know it's something that i won't experience until i actually have a child but i feel like this this show um was able to give me a glimpse of what it might be like to have a parent because no, to be a parent to be a parent um uh, to have a <laughs> I t- I have two parents, okay? I am I'm perfectly equipped. Guys. All like a sugar. Uh, 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 yeah. All like a sugar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on. Yeah, so yeah, the the show sort of indicated a little bit what it might be like to be a parent, not in the not at the age when the child is very young and you're like constantly caring for her and stuff but more so like when the child is in it's like teens, late yeah. teens mm-hmm. about to graduate school mm-hmm. get into the job industry or like university blah 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 um more so that sort of stuff um and they did a really good job of that mm. and i think that stage is pretty difficult as well cuz there's so much to worry about right and the parents were worried all the time yeah and how there was this episode where they were everyone was talking about their dreams and all of the parents everyone their dreams had trendi- transitioned into just seeing their children succeed and and just the the well-being Be healthy of, and happy yeah so. exactly yeah um, and i think that that dream probably ends up the it dream develops in yeah, develops during these these like late teen years mm. because that that is the time where they are starting to go to places on their own to to, to and the the parents are not there to sort of mm. be there mm. with them and stuff all the time so there's much more worry there 
yeah, I, I, it was it was really great there. Um, also with the stuff we were talking about before, I think that you know how um the parents look at both how the person is, how their ch- child is as a person, and how they're doing um in terms of their career and everything. I think you see that in. I think that's a very accurate representation. Um, yeah, like well, when Amiabu think about you. They're not just proud of you because of being pharmacist. Obviously not. They're so proud of you because of the person you are. Right? And, and it was... So... It, again, the stuff you saw on Pinterest. I don't know why you had that stupid bias. Or whatever that came through. Like... What the heck? Yes, thanks. That's what they also... Uh, uh, I mean, we're very proud of you too as oh. the person you are and the, the the course you're studying right now. Yes. Which I'm... By the end of my course, I won't be anywhere. No, well, I won't have a qualification. You'll have by a freaking degree. Ask what freaking degree? What will I do with a bachelor of science degree? Teach. Teach what? <laughs> science. <laughs> you can't teach science with a bachelor of science. You got it, Pakistan. You can't. <laughs> what? Anything. Ami has Pakistan. a BSc, so she can't do anything Did she with ever it. Ever try to teach medicine? Yo, I want to live here, and I want my kids to hang out with your kids, okay? Oh, thanks, Asma. So I want to live here. I guess my kids are of high school. No, no. <laughs> I want them to hang out with your kids because I will, because they love me. Well, duh. Okay, fine. I'll be the cool aunt, or you'll be the, you know, lame mother. Jeez. Fine, fine. Okay. So, yeah, that was something. Yeah, basically, the show was obviously really wholesome. Um, so wholesome, man. Guys, if you haven't watched it, highly, highly recommend. Yeah. We've said this in another episode, I think. But, um, yes. It's so wonderful. Okay. Cool. Uh, what else? Is there anything else you talked about? No? Okay. We can do the rest of the week. Okay, last but So, so I sharing something from sure, so what, 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 what do you want to share Why Forrest Gump? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so I recently watched Forrest Gump. Properly, I've watched it in the past. But so you like, watched it with all the dirty ones. <laughs> There's no, no. <laughs> Look, what? if there were any scenes no, in what, there that what, were, what do you mean properly then? Properly in which you know I'm not. I I like I think the last time when I did watch it, I didn't watch the front. Uh, front. I didn't watch the start of it because uh, it it was coming on the TV stuff like yes. that. So I watched it. Properly and yes. man, he's so incredible. He's so great. Oh my god! No, yeah, he, he is can play actor. ping pong. Oh yeah, and he can you know play football. Run and uh, he can run and he saved so many people in the war. And he oh, and sorry guys. and 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 he's he he made Boba's family rich and he he fulfilled Boba's dream. Yep, and you know how he stuck with one woman, uh, one woman love for one woman. Even though she was fairly toxic. Even though she was fairly toxic. Okay, maybe then I don't know. But um, hey, also so everyone cool. has so straightforward friends. Exactly, very very straightforward. So, Osma, how is the role model Forrest Gump helping you in the making the decisions of the future? You know, being very straightforward, being very honest. Okay, how, how? Like, uh, I want to tell you right now that, um, 
The light is making your cheeks shiny. That's the sweat. Thanks. No. Nope. It's the face oil. Okay, fine, thanks. That's what that's Look, um... no, okay, fine. He's probably not a role model, but pretty, pretty nice, pretty great guy. If, if it was a true story, he'd probably be a role model because... He was persistent. Yes, he, he was. He kept that one thing. He never, you know, changed himself for someone else's ideals. And, yeah, that's pretty good. What about you, Aisha? Would you like to share something from the week? Uh, yeah, so... Some time ago, someone, a very nice friend of ours, asked us what our dreams were. And what did you say? Didn't I ask you that? No. What? No. Amna. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I asked Amna and then Amna asked you. Oh, but Amna asked you as well. Oh, yeah. I said that, uh, this was my reply. Well, I used to be becoming a surgeon, but I don't know anymore. I think my dream, honestly, it might still be that. Ooh, nice. But more so, because there's dreams that are realistic, there's dreams that are unrealistic. But they're still dreams. Perhaps my unrealistic dream would be to become a surgeon. But let's not like it's unachievable, impossible. But my realistic dream would probably be to become the best version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> If she says the same thing, oh, okay, thank no, God. Asma, no, mine's better. It's more wholesome and makes me sound like a better person than anyone else. Okay, let me oh, tell you what my... No, no, stop. Oh, crap. My dream is to make my sister the best version of herself. What the actual... What the... See, what that's the, me. How would you... Do, you know what? How will you do that? No. Okay, okay, my dream is to make my family the happiest they can ever be. How? That's gonna be like running. Uh, that doesn't matter. It's my dream, right? Look, mine's whole more wholesome now. No, okay, mine's fine. actually even actually. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my dream is to end world hunger. Yeah, that's not wholesome. Nothing more wholesome than. No, everyone has that dream. Okay, fine, go on. <laughs> Was that like the most humble, down to earth, nicest person, like Marmy from uh, Little Woman? Can you please go on now? Okay, so my my dream is to just have a really good family life. <laughs> That's the lamest thing ever. good family life where the family likes to hang out with each other okay mm-hmm. and we have time to do that mm. and we have time to take care of our health and we have good mental health and we are able to share not all of us be able to share everything everything but... like as in you know it's not like oh um the daughter will share everything with the yeah. son yeah the daughter is able to share things with her parents with her mom with her dad whatever specific things they are so that, same with the things son. that she wants to share yeah and the daughter and the son can share things with each other mm. and they're, they're comfortable the daughter and the daughter and the son and the son thanks, as well thanks. yeah so that's i think that's my biggest dream okay how to what extent do you think uh, it is prevalent right now it's prevalent because if i don't have a good mental health in myself and and good whatever then it won't happen with my family of course so yeah. but like something like 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 uh, you have right now or like uh, no 
Okay, fine. I just. Asma, I you're, I know what you're trying to ask. I I do have good mental health, okay. but it could be. <laughs> no, no, I have a good family life. So yeah. No, okay. I yeah, I agree with that. I would also want the same. Wow! See, see, it's a wholesome dream, better than everyone else's dream. Everyone cause... wants that though, idiot. No, but no one thinks about it. No one I says think about it's their it. dream. Okay, I, you didn't say Yeah, it. but, um, you know, to be... Because I have three goals in my life. Oh, fuck. The yeah, first one, tell everyone. The first one is to reach inner peace. That's the mental health. And I, I can't be peace at peace if people around me aren't at peace. So, you know, I care about everybody. That's my... The second one is uh, to be content, very, very content and happy with my life. And that can't be without forming good, good, uh, good uh, human relationships with my friends and family. And then the last one is to go out and become my best, uh, best, the best version of myself. And I can't be my myself without my family. So you know, it has to do all. They all have to do with family. Well, of course, all three of those are the same thing. Well, they aren't to me. Well, okay. Why don't you tell us how you're going to achieve these uh, goals? Um, in order to have inner peace. Well, I have goals, and they all kind of link to uh, all three of the goals. <laughs> It's not the same okay, goal. Fine, fine. Yes. Well, all, they all have different outcomes. Um, like, for example, I want to have enough money. That will help me be at peace. That will help me be the best version of myself because I can spend money on, um, you know, environmentally friendly products. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, why is that funny, Asma? <laughs> No, no, because, because that's that's how I'll become the best version of myself. Oh, of right, that's why it's funny. Yes, of course. Anywho, yeah, a very long list, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a really good movie, guys? I've never not enjoyed it. It's so good. Like that scene where she comes comes to his office and she gives him the tiffin, and then he's looking at her like. <laughs> About what a girl truly wants. Yeah, so, that was so good. guys. That was good. Do yes. you agree with that or no? Well, wait. Let me just tell them. So, yeah. um, the Rub Nebunadi Jodi. It's an Indian Indian movie that is R A B Rub Ne is N E Bana B A N A and Jodi is J O D I. You forgot D D E Banadi. is D. Yeah, anyway, we'll put it in the Instagram notes or something. Yes, I shall not. Um, in the movie, the guy asks the girl, what does a girl truly want in terms of, um, in a man, you know? And the girl says, oh, well, that's a very simple thing. A girl just wants a guy to love her in a way that it makes her feel that no one has ever loved anybody as much as he loves her. And what do you think about that, Aisha? Well, first of all, how do you achieve that? Yeah, for, first of all, for me, it would be, why? Why would you want? <laughs> <coughs> or, I don't know. Look, I don't agree with it. I mean, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that, oh, the only thing I want from a man is for him to love me more than anybody has ever loved anybody else. The movie's great. I just didn't, I don't know if I agreed with that. Yeah. It's, it. But you know what? I learned something this year. 
I don't know how I learned it this year. Maybe it was through self-reflection. Um, but romantic emotions are not supposed to be taken literally, man. They're not supposed to be logical. They're feelings. Their feelings are not logical. They're not literal. When oh, I I found it really annoying in the past when people said, "Oh, you're mine," because I took that literally, and I was like, "No, they're their own person." It's not about that, man. It's just the the feeling they're feeling. It's a romantic emotion. It's an emotion, not logic. You have to differentiate these things, and I didn't. And I would often get upset or I, I I'd be I'd cringe at these kind of things because I'd be like that that makes no sense. They're not supposed to make sense. The stuff that this lady was saying, it's probably not meant li- literally. Yeah, it's a romantic thing yeah. that she said. Yeah. Um Well, also if you were if you were to generalize, mm. what does a girl want? A girl would like a man to respect her. That's it. Well, yeah. Respect yeah. But I would say that's that's sort of that's it. I would agree with that. Respect is pretty big. Yes, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what would a man want, Aisha? Because you're a man. Tell us. Tell us all your secrets. They just. They just. Want... <laughs> How much time do we? Have? John Cena. Oh. Okay, fine. Yo, you're supposed to say the Rock. People usually say the Rock. Well, I live in the past. Dwayne Johnson. Um, yeah. How much time do we have? Because we, I have another theory that I'd like to. It's fifty-three, but it's fine because we did that uh, thing to cut it out. Okay. So a theory I thought of recently was that often in relationships you see the male being more dependent on the female than the female is dependent on the man. You very, very often see that, and you more so in general in life you see the male. Uh, you see. Males being obsessed with females more so than you see females being obsessed with men. Wait, say that again. So in real life, yes, you you more so see males being obsessed with females than you see females being obsessed with males. Yeah, and men being more dependent on females. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Why is that? I think it's because of toxic masculin- masculinity. There is a big side of a man. That they are only able to share with the woman yeah. because of toxic again toxic masculinity again because of society. Whenever, uh, whenever you see a guy and he goes and hangs out with his guy friends, you see him become a completely different person. It's not because they are they become a completely different person. It's because they hide this other part of them and they they're able to share this other part of them only with females. Men are only able to share their emotional side. With females, and you know that's why they say, "Oh, I can be, uh, I can be around you. Uh, I can be myself around you. I can be around you. I can be myself around you." And when they realize, "Oh, you know, if I don't, if we break up, I don't have this anymore. I can, I would lose this part of myself." I don't think they actively realize this, because I, th- I feel like, because if, if they did, I think they would tell. It would be out more. There would be more yeah. awareness about it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, uh, like, in my life, there have been a lot of times where guys have shared their problems and issues with yeah, me. Yeah. And I'd be very surprised if they did the same thing with their guy yeah. friends. In in a similar sense that they yeah. would do it with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 
I'd say it's a pretty prevalent thing, and it's quite sad that the toxic masculinity exists exists in that way. In that way, yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it prevents guys from like accessing therapy if they really need it mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And you rarely see male counselors as well. Mm, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Um, perhaps again, that's because they are told to hide this emotional side of to, yep. to them, or they've tried to express it and people would be like rejected. Yeah. Again, another thing, another issue with this is that when a man um, tries to, you know, tries to show his emotional side to to another man. This this person who who's receiving this stuff, they've never dealt with this before. How are they supposed to react? So they kind of just you know blew it off, blow it off. I I've I know someone who shared something really really like something personal. that yeah really personal really something that's been really bad, and they share at the for the first time they brought it up with a male friend of theirs, and they kind the guy just kind of just laughed and said oh yeah you're joking right and it was like yeah yeah yeah. Oh, terrible. And I feel like that's really prevalent. When I think of Amut, for example, I I can't even imagine him talking to his friends about the issues he goes through at home or things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, it's I, I just wish there was more awareness about it. Mm. Obviously, just a theory. We're not men, we don't know, but from what I've seen, I feel like that, that may be what it is. Yeah, we should make an Instagram post. You should do a social study on this. Yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. And on that note, is there anything you'd like to share or no? Okay, on that note, you can end it. Actually, <clears throat> I've been, uh, so, since I've, uh, we can talk about this in another uh, podcast, my, um, you know, desire to want a partner. So ever since that happened, has happened, I have been compiling a list of questions that I will ask a potential Ooh. partner. Well, I, I will start doing that now, but it, I have a mental like list in my head. Yeah. One of the questions really should be, what sort of friends do you have? And are you able to share your problems with them? Mm. Because that would really show how much they're affected by toxic masculinity. Mm. Because if they're like, oh yeah, you know, I have some really close friends and we are able to share everything with each other, then that'd be like, okay, this is a good, like he's in a good place. He doesn't, he won't be super dependent on me in that way where he's like, oh, she's the only person I can share this stuff with. Um, while if it's like, oh, you know, I just have friends that I just chill with sometimes, it'll be like, okay. This prepares me. This prepares me, exactly. So I'd be like, oh, uh, in the future I could sort of talk to him about this and be like, hey, listen, why haven't you ever opened up to your friends about blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, it's cool. Okay. Nice. So you'll add that to the list. <clears throat> I will add that to the list. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Okay, uh, yeah, but uh, thank you so much for uh, listening if you come this far. I uh, hope you watch Reply 1988 if you'd like, if you, you know. It's on Netflix. <clears throat> it is on Netflix. So you can um, there. And, you know, don't, don't worry at all about what happens with uh, Jung Hwan. Um, we are with you with whatever happens, whether he gets the girl or he doesn't. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, if you want to contact us about any of this stuff, you can message us on Instagram at cartridge chats or you could email us at cartridge chats at gmail.com but yeah hope you talk to some good friends over the yeah, weekend i hope you are able to find very strong human connections okay. throughout your life that's very kind osma good yes cool okay all right bye good